When they saw him, they were amazed. Let's talk about it on today's edition of our new network podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in Acts chapter 12. Today we're going to be looking at verses 12 through 19. But before we get into the text, let's go before the author. Heavenly Father, we thank you on this Friday for your faithfulness, Lord God. You're so consistent with us, and we're so grateful for that. Your consistency reminds us that you love us. You're consistent with us because you know that nothing in this world is consistent. And you know that inconsistent people with inconsistent promises have wounded our hearts And your love is consistent and steadfast and faithful and true because you want to mend the harm so that we might learn to really trust you and trust your love. Thank you, Jesus. Father, as we study your word today, we give you thanks for it, and we ask that you would speak to our hearts through it in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Acts chapter 12, uh, verses 12 through 19. When he realized this, Peter Uh, He went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer, recognizing Peter's voice. In her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. (laughs) They said to her, you're out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so, and they kept saying, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Now when the day came, there was no little disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he examined the sentries and ordered that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent time there. So this is on the uh, heels of Peter being released from jail by the angel who walked him out (laughs) and kept the soldiers sleeping. And uh, he goes immediately over to John Mark's house where many of the believers had been gathered together praying for him, praying for the church. And he knocked at the door of the gateway and the servant girl Rhoda comes out and she screams with joy because she recognizes Peter's voice. She runs back inside and tells everyone what she had just seen and they say, you're crazy. You couldn't have seen Peter. He's in prison. It must have been his angel. (laughs) Must have been his spirit visiting upon them. But Peter continued knocking, and when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. Peter did not come in to fellowship with them, but he motioned to them, and he had a message for them. He told them what had happened quietly and uh, told those who had heard his testimony to tell those things to James and the brothers, and then he departed and went to another place. I think Peter must have realized um, that he was... um, in trouble with the political leadership because of winding up uh, not in jail when they were expecting him to be there. And then Luke continues to tell us that when the day came, uh, it stirred things up with the soldiers and the other leaders, especially Herod. And he was so furious that Peter had escaped that he had those guards that were guarding him put to death. That's a harsh, harsh, brutal 
worldly way of dealing with um, disappointments and frustrations. But that's what evil, ungodly people do. They resort to worldly solutions for their problems. So Herod has them put to death, and then um, he himself went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent some time there. He was upset. (laughs) Peter had gotten away. He was a big fish, and uh, Herod had plans for what he was going to do to uh, put a scare in the believers and to try to win some political capital with the Jews. Uh, But God frustrated Herod's plans. God will always frustrate the world and its leaders' plans in favor of his ultimate plan and purpose. And you look at the things going on in our world today and you think, where is God in all of this? What is he up to? What is this all about? And all of the um, division and all of the ugliness that's being uh, bandied about in the political public realm um, you've got one leader leading the country and others who are decrying him as a fake and a phony and a terrible person and uh, those who are making those accusations being no better themselves uh, in fact in some ways often lying with greater veracity um, it's messy And the thing that we as believers cannot lose sight of is that God is ultimately in control and God will choose whatever leader God wants uh, to lead this country or to lead on the world scene because God is aiming uh, the trajectory of history toward his ultimate plan and purpose. That's the reality. And we must not lose sight of that. We're in this world, but not of it. Uh, We are citizens of heaven first And we participate in the public civil life uh, as our responsibility as uh, good citizens to the point where it does not betray our conscience. Um, But this is not our true home, and we can't lose sight of that. And um, praise God that Peter was set free, and I cannot wait to see the rest of the story unfold in the book of Acts. Hey, my friends, thanks so much for taking time out of your week to study with us. We're grateful for it. God bless you as you go into the weekend. May it be restful, and we'll see you back again on Monday, Lord willing.